T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And welcome. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. Did you miss me? (laughs) Well, I certainly missed spending time with you from day to day over the past few days. A little bit later on, I may tell you more about where I've been. The reason for my absence the past few days, it's nothing bad. It's actually good. A little bit of a, uh, I guess, mini vacation. And I hope to have the opportunity to share some of the observations from my time away. But jumping right into news, of course, there's a great deal of attention focused now on the Supreme Court. When will we see that Supreme Court decision, especially on the subject of abortion? And along those lines, I want to tell you about a very important conversation coming up in the next hour. Uh, Here's something new. Therapeutic Thursday. (laughs) That's coming up today. I just want to say right now, the outset of this broadcast, if you or anyone you know has ever participated in an abortion, I want you to listen to the next hour of this program. It's just very important. I think it's a perspective that I doubt very seriously you have ever heard in your entire life. I'm that confident because I know what's out there and know what's generally going on with the conversation, which is the same stuff over and over and over again. And sadly, it rarely gets to the heart of the matter. And when I say heart, you will clearly understand this in the conversation coming up in the next hour. So you do not want to miss it conversation I think is very very timely in light of what is very likely to happen from the Supreme Court very very soon I want to begin with some items of good news some cause for celebration and it relates to COVID how many times you heard the conversation about when is life going to return to normal it looks like many of us feel very much that we're getting there. I was going to save this for later in the broadcast. I was in Rochester, New York for the past couple of days, and it was really kind of a a trip back in time for me. I'll tell you why. You know, it's been a real relief traveling, getting on an airplane, not having to fool with the mask at the airport and on the airplane. Seeing the end of that mandate, oh my goodness, wonderful. Having said that, I was not prepared for what happened. This time around, I decided to experiment and ride the bus 
to downtown Rochester, the area where I was wanting to go, it was great. It's a $1 bus ride. You can't beat that. The price, right? The interesting thing is they have a mask mandate in place still. You're supposed to wear a mask on the bus and in the transit center. It was so strange. I felt like I had gone back in time. Because I can't remember, other than going for medical visits, the last time that I've actually worn a mask. I didn't have one with me. I normally am prepared for these kinds of things. And I had to go and get one of those masks that they make available to you for free just to walk through the transit center. But overall, most of the country has put this in the rearview mirror. The mandates are gone, the mask mandates at least, and in many ways, this feeling of normalcy has come back. NBC News has this story on a poll. More Americans believe life is returning to normal. The downside, the downside for the president, he's not getting the credit. Isn't it interesting? This is one of the things, and and I can tell you this, folks. This is a perfect example of the danger of not learning from recent history. There's no question from an economic standpoint, Donald Trump was the man we needed to deal with economic issues. And it appears things did not go as well on the COVID issue for the president. And now, ironically, Joe Biden, who campaigned on this issue, now finds that other issues have become front and center. Inflation, gas prices, and now COVID doesn't matter to people. And he's not getting the credit for it. Nor do I think he should. When Joe Biden was inaugurated, there was a familiar mantra from many analysts. As COVID goes, so goes the Biden presidency. Now 17 months in, that thinking seems to have been somewhat misguided. Polls show Americans are generally feeling quite a bit better about COVID and return to normalcy. But not so good about the White House. A June Ipsos poll found 42% of Americans said their own lives have already returned to normal considering where the country and the pandemic even six months ago, a very positive number, a vast improvement, 14 percentage points over where attitudes were in June of 2021 when vaccinations had started, but their entire impact had not taken root. Last June, only 28% of Americans said their lives had returned to normal. But compare Joe Biden job approval numbers from Ipsos and the same data, there's no improvement. There's a decline. June of 2021, Biden was sitting in positive territory in the Ipsos poll, 52% job approval rating. Now, a year later, under better COVID numbers, Biden's job approval number is down to 39%. He has lost 13 percentage points. 13. What happens to Biden's good numbers? As in every presidency, unexpected things happen. The Biden White House has had its share. Russia's invasion of Ukraine, inflation, a shortage of baby formula. 
But people's attitudes about COVID may have changed as well. In that latest Ipsos poll, a much higher number of people saying their lives had already returned to normal than last year. There's an undercurrent of concern. COVID is a longer-term problem. In June of 2021, only 16% of those surveyed said a return to normalcy was more than a year away or is never going to happen. In this latest survey, 33% gave one of those answers. In other words, some Americans seem to be feeling a lot better about the state of the COVID pandemic. But others seem to feel worse about the COVID endemic. Kind of intriguing, isn't it? But I think overall, I suspect most of you are feeling the optimism. That's what I seem to experience, the people that I encounter. What are your thoughts? Are you feeling the sense of optimism and normalcy, for that matter? Yes, I continue to hear reports. A good friend of mine got COVID last week. Fortunately, was cleared yesterday. But... I think the worst of this thing is behind us. I dare to believe that. Still to come in the broadcast, an example of what one solid member of Congress can do with right attitude and diligence. You'll hear from this member of Congress. Also, I'm going to actually have words of praise for a major CEO with one of the entertainment companies taking a very brave position in this day and age. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
on the improving atmosphere on the subject of COVID, this texture says, well, pucker up, because Joe said there's going to be another pandemic. Wonderful. In talking about poll numbers, this texture says, kind of like Bush Sr., polls very high for Desert Shield and Desert Storm, and then plummeted when the economy went south. Yep, you remember that? That's why he did not get a second term. This is exactly what I was talking about, how you can prepare for one thing and you make one thing the focus of your administration, and then circumstances come along and change everything. And you're just not adept and ready to deal with it in an effective way. And you pay the price. On the COVID issue, I felt normal for a year and a half. Never bought into the BS, but not feeling so optimistic about coming food shortages, gas prices, government overreach. Understandable. You would not feel comfortable. And on the subject of the president... When your goal is to get credit and praise, the only general welfare you're working for is your own. Yep. This is part of the problem. Self-interest, right? For so many politicians. If you would like to join the conversation, the Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110. It's 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. One of the things that I love to see is when we have a member of Congress who stands up at a very important time to oppose something and to take actions necessary to stop insanity. Case in point, there is a defense bill making its way through Congress. There was an amendment attached to this. Are you ready for this? The amendment attached to this would have required defense contractors with government contracts over $150,000 to create annual reports on the racial, ethnic, and gender diversity of their board of directors. This proposed by Representative Anthony Brown. It would have required defense contractors to include in those reports their plans for racial, ethnic, and gender diversity on the board and a summary of participation in diversity programs. Folks, can I remind you again, this is not what the military is for. It's not for social engineering. But this is what liberals do. They make everything about this. Everything. So enter Republican Representative Jim Banks, I believe of Indiana, who opposed this amendment. And I can tell you successfully pushed this thing back. Here is what Jim Banks had to say about the Brown Amendment. Jim Banks on the Brown Amendment. I oppose the Brown Amendment, and I'm very disappointed by this attempt to politicize a bill that's meant to help our men and women in uniform. This amendment would require contractors to generate an annual report collecting data on the racial, ethnic, and gender composition of their board of directors. The report would also have to include each company's plans for racial, ethnic, and gender diversity. 
among its board and a summary of participation in diversity programs. This information will be required for any defense contractor awarded more than $150,000 annually, which basically means every single small defense contractor in the country. It is time consuming and expensive. And the information being solicited by this, by this amendment, is, amendment is mostly available on a company's website anyway. But more importantly, can anyone explain how pronoun training will make a defense industry more cost-effective and more lethal? Of course not. No one can explain that. But we do know it will waste company time. And common sense tells us that conservatives and Americans with no political agenda will be less likely to seek employment at these types of companies. Can anyone explain how the number of white, black, Hispanic, or Asian board members is supposed to affect the quality of a contractor's product? Can anyone tell me how the department will use this information to improve acquisition outcomes? I challenge anyone in this room to tell me what they consider the ideal racial makeup of a contractor's board of directors that would allow them to best contribute to our national defense. No one would dare answer that question because it's ridiculous and it's offensive. And he's absolutely right. Absolutely right. So what is going on here? What is the motivation behind this? As you know, this is a Democrat who has proposed this legislation, which we can tell you successfully, Jim Banks has pushed this thing back and the amendment failed. But what were the Democrats up to? Here is what Jim Banks explains here. So why is the House Armed Services Committee trying to collect that information? Over the past two years, Democrats have tried their best to strip our military of its apolitical nature. The Navy put an extremist critical race theory manifesto on its official reading list. Meanwhile, there was a DOD stand down to combat, quote, extremism. There were no religious or viewpoint exemptions to the vaccine mandate. Is there any evidence that wokeness has increased our overall military readiness? There is none. But some would like to inject that same leftist agenda into private contractors. Why? This isn't about strengthening our military. This is about political ideology. Congress should be focused on preparing our military to deal with Russia and China and keeping our country secure at a time of unprecedented global chaos. But instead, we're focused on the radical left's political agenda. It's shameful. And once again, the the bill author cannot cite one single example of how the language in this amendment would affect any contractor in America or why it's necessary to begin with. And for that, you should all oppose it. Which is the reason this thing went down went down in flames. So I very much want to call attention to the fact, you know, so many times you hear complaints about Republicans, you know, they are labeled rhinos or any number of things because of their fecklessness. This is an example of Republican representative who should be praised for helping to kill this amendment. And so we do that here. Praise for Representative Jim Banks from my former home state of Indiana. Still to come in the broadcast, another piece of good news. A CEO who's taking a stand on some of these issues as it relates to old content. What does this mean? We'll talk about that. A new development on the Uvalde school shooting, the massacre that occurred there. 
disciplinary action taken. And I think it's very appropriate. We'll talk about that. And some deaths of note here in the Carolinas. A big name in the world of NASCAR and in the upstate. An officer serving in the line of duty. That much more as we continue our Thursday broadcast. Stay with us. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back on the broadcast, I want to tell you about some breaking news going on. We mentioned the Supreme Court. This is the season when they began releasing decisions, and we're getting decisions this morning. I want to tell you about a couple of them, which are quite revealing. One of them, affecting a situation here in the state of North Carolina. Let me read what this says from the Associated Press. Supreme Court gave Republican legislative leaders in North Carolina a win in an ongoing fight over the state's latest photo identification voting law. Get a load of this, because this is important. The decision was 8 to 1. It does not end the more than three-year dispute over the voter ID law, which is not currently in effect and has been challenged in both state and federal court. The decision just means Republican legislative leaders can intervene in the federal lawsuit to defend the law. A lower court had ruled the lawmakers' interests were already being adequately represented by the state's attorney general, Democrat Josh Stein. Now, here's what's important to understand here. The legislators complained that this Democrat attorney general was not doing what he should to do to defend the law. Of course, as you know, the Democrats do not favor voter ID laws. So you can expect that Josh Stein was not really doing his job representing the interests of North Carolina on this subject. He was representing party interests. So what this does is it basically gives legislators standing in court to be able to fight to preserve the integrity of this law so that it prevails. Here's what Neil Gorsuch said. Through the General Assembly, the people of North Carolina have authorized the leader of their legislature to defend duly enacted state statutes against constitutional challenge. Ordinarily, 
A federal court must respect that kind of sovereign choice, not assemble presumptions against it. As you might expect, Justice Sonia Sotomayor is the dissenter, which I think is extraordinary. She's the only one, only one. The other case of interest involves, guess what, guns, gun control case. This one authored by Justice Clarence Thomas. The Supreme Court has cleared the way for even looser gun laws. This is a 6-3 to three decision that the New York proper cause requirement to obtain a concealed carry license violates the 14th Amendment by preventing law-abiding citizens with ordinary self-defense needs from exercising their Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms in public for self-defense. Not surprisingly, Stephen Pryor, Sonia Sotomayor, and Elena Kagan dissented on this. So this is monumental. All of the things that places like New York have done to make it difficult for gun owners to protect themselves, to get concealed carry, the court has pretty much really knocked the legs out from under all of these efforts. So, a couple of very significant cases and we will continue to follow the court and see uh, what decisions are rendered and especially people are very anxious to find out about the decision on abortion. I want to remind you coming up next hour, a very different perspective on abortion. This is not going to be academic or political. It will be extremely personal. And I remind you again, if you or someone you know has any connection to an actual abortion, I want you to listen to next the next hour of this program. It has the potential to be life-changing, I think, for many of you. On the subject of guns, so much of the attention has been focused on shootings, mass shootings, like the kind that happened at Uvalde, And now we've learned that there are consequences for the way authorities conducted themselves on the day this event occurred. The Uvalde School District Police Chief, Pedro Pete Arredondo, has been placed on leave. Here is what was communicated. Because the lack of clarity remains and the unknown timing of when I will receive the results of the investigations, I've made the decision to place Chief Arredondo on administrative leave effective on this date. Here's what was written on this in a statement. Still without details of the investigation being conducted by various agencies. Arredondo testified... Tuesday behind closed doors in Austin to a Texas House committee seeking answers to what happened May 24th when 21 people were gunned down in elementary school. He's not spoken publicly about his decision-making on the day of the shooting. The district's announcement comes a day after the Uvalde City Council, of which Aaron Dondo is a new member, voted to deny his request for a leave of absence. But the bottom line here is 
he's on administrative leave. That is his status for right now. And what people are universally concerned about is the decision-making that took place. Because it seems apparent that there's a strong possibility here that some, if not all, of these children, all of these people could have been saved if the decision had simply been made to go in. That's all. I saw the finding the other day that the police were more concerned about their own safety than the people inside. Now, I'm not here to virtue signal or anything like this, but this is at the heart of law enforcement, of laying down your life. And if there is some hesitation in this kind of situation, maybe this is not a job for you. That's all I'm saying. They clearly bungled this thing. It's heartbreaking. It's especially heartbreaking when you know there are parents who wanted to go in. And I would dare say, who knows, maybe a parent could have taken this kid down. It might have been a suicidal mission, but it might have saved lives. It certainly could have been better. It could have been better than the outcome that we saw unfold. So we'll see what further action is taken here, what determinations are made in the investigation. Coming up, we'll talk about a couple of deaths of note here in the Carolinas. Stay with us. Over on the text line, Vince, speaking of gun legislation, Jeff writes this. What about the 14 turncoat repugs who voted with the Democrats? Actually, he says, demon rats. <laughs> Thank God Richard Burr Rhino is leaving. But I will never vote for turncoat Tom Tillis ever again. For Pete's sake, South Carolina, stop voting for Lindsey Gramnesty. <laughs> Just a sampling of... What's on the text line? I want to tell you about a couple of deaths of note coming up on the broadcast. But I have one more item, another positive item that relates to media and content and censorship. There's been so much of that lately. I mean, I'm just thinking back, for instance, had a conversation with some friends a few days ago. And we were discussing different shows that we used to watch back in the day, as we like to say. I remember how much my family enjoyed watching Dukes of Hazard. All of us sat at home watching the show. We loved it. And no, we didn't give a rat's rear end that this car, the General Lee, would have some sort of racist implications. Who gives a crap? It was a fun freaking show. But now you got people pulling this and shows like this, content like this. 
frankly, these things that people make mountains out of molehills, frankly, I don't care. I really don't. Ooh, somebody was in blackface. Oh, it's the end of the world. I don't give a crap. I really don't. And if you understand the context of the times, you know certain things were reality at certain times. And it doesn't have to be sensitive. Paramount CEO, we will not pull historical content with different sensibilities. You know, most major media companies, according to Streamable, have staked their futures on streaming services with massive troves of legacy content. But in doing so, they often find themselves in the dilemma of what to do when some of that content features material that would be considered racist, sexist, or otherwise offensive by modern standards. The chief executive of one such company saying this week they won't be pulling such content. Bob Bakish who is the CEO of Paramount Global, said in an interview the company will not be getting rid of content just because it does not conform to modern-day sensibilities. He said this, by definition, you have some things that were made in a different time and reflect different sensibilities. I don't believe in censoring art that was made historically. They're probably a mistake. It's all on demand. You don't have to watch anything you don't want to. Um, hello? Isn't this common sense? You don't want to watch? Turn it off. Like a lot of the trash that's generated today, I don't want to watch for very different reasons. Nobody is forcing me to sit my rear end down and watch any of this stuff. Same with the old stuff. Paramount Global owns Paramount as well as Showtime and Pluto TV. The Paramount Brass, they've been making the rounds of the British press as Paramount prepares to launch in the UK and Ireland on Wednesday. I assume this was yesterday. Different streaming services have taken different approaches to deal with potentially offensive content. Many have left the movies and shows on their services as they are. Others adding disclaimers. HBO Max did that with blazing saddles, please. They didn't make any adjustments to the content. At least they didn't do that. One famous example, HBO Max added a video disclaimer to its presentation of Gone with the Wind. (laughs) This is so silly. In other cases, episodes of series featuring blackface or other offensive content have been pulled from services. When Hulu, Hulu removed episodes of 30 Rock in 2020... This was done at the behest of the show's creator, Tina Fey. Around the same time, Netflix removed some episodes of Little Britain for similar reasons. Meanwhile, the historically controversial 46 Disney movie, Song of the South, has long been unavailable. That didn't change with the launch of Disney+. Plus. In the interview, no mention of any movies or shows specifically. One example of such a film... Made by Paramount, available to stream on Paramount Plus, 1961's Breakfast at Tiffany's. It's a film classic. It's been widely denounced over the years for actor Mickey Rooney's caricature of an Asian-American character. Mr. Yunioshi. Aha. But I have to say, hats off. 
to the CEO of Paramount for just allowing material to be made available as it is. We're going to be fine. The end of the world is not imminent, ladies and gentlemen, because some content's going to make somebody uncomfortable. Guess what? Life is uncomfortable sometimes. And if you think of silly things like microaggressions, please focus on the root of that word, which is micro. It means small. Very small. (laughs) Coming up. We have a segment we're going to call Therapeutic Thursday. I think you're going to be quite intrigued by our conversation. A very different discussion about abortion. It's straight ahead. Stay with us. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 